Here's the snapback. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin scores! A 49-yard field goal, and Indiana leads 27 to 24. Oh, it's an end around one to go. Rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. Caught touchdown! Fry Fogel again! Welcome to the OEO Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can find me on Twitter. It's at Braggley, B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I'm here, as always, this time with a happy co-host. It's Brandon. Find him on Twitter. It's at Brandon Dubich. Brandon spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. Brandon, what is up? You know what that is? That's me spitting, and I don't even have a stutter. <laughs> the whole brass spittoon is ours again. Two in the last three years. Mm-hmm. Ooh, being a spoiler, it's, a, it's so good. Oh, it's, it's so, so, so good. good. So good. Um, and usually a dude that would spoil a lot of things is not here for some reason. He just like straight up left the conversation. That is Seth. That's our producer, Seth. You can block him on Twitter just for that. If you haven't already blocked him, it's at Seta five S E T A H five. He's not here for me to ask how he's doing. So we'll just continue. We'll move on. We are here. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Victory formation cats. Yes. Formation. We are here to talk about a W the first one in a long time. IU wins 39 31 in East Lansing in double overtime in a thriller, um, which we have got a boatload of fun stats for everybody. If you didn't see them on the telecast yesterday, they are impressive. Um, Let's take a look real quick. Um, if you guys didn't follow along with this yesterday, there was what, quite what are you doing? Yeah, quite the uh, ebb and flow. Well, I mean, I, I guarantee you a bunch of the people, and I don't mean to, to I'm not can't call you out, but you know who you are if you're listening. A bunch of people may have turned it off or gone to a different a different program. Um, Michigan State. Let's talk about Michigan State stats going into the game yesterday. Single-digit games, they're 9-0, and most in the country. I don't. I, I think that's since 20... I want to say it's since 2020, maybe? Not, they're not no more. Not no more. Not anymore. Uh, whenever they rushed for over 100 yards, uh, spoiler alert, they rushed for 242 in this game. They are 15-2 and two under Mel Tucker. 15-3. Um, 15-3 and three. 15 and three now. And IU... And this is, uh, I think, since I can't remember the stat. It might be 2003. Ever, 2003. Since 2003, whenever IU is losing by 17 or more at the half, they are 0 for 38. Jerry DiNardo came back from against Wisconsin in 2002. Oh, my goodness. Jerry DiNardo. And I, I repeat, I, I should say they were 0 and 38. They are now 1 in 38 or 1 and 0 since now in 2022 so um now 
conveniently joining us after the stats have been dropped is the producer Seth. Whenever he gets on here, he's coming. You'll you'll hear. Him. He'll just welcome start back to 2022, Seth. Right. Welcome back. Well, Appreciate hey, we're here you. to talk about the game. Um, we we will actually do an, a legit post game pod, podcast today. You know what? We may even just skip stocks down unless you need to do them, Brandon. Do you? Um, I have. You know, I'll go with a unit instead okay. for mine. Okay. I won't call it any players because this is a time of celebration. Yes, it is. Um, I, I'm going to go with a stock down, but it's not anybody on our team. But it's okay. We'll get there. So we're going to do what went right, what went wrong, stocks up, maybe two each. No, yeah. we're not going to go that far. We're not going to. We'll just do normal oh. stocks up. Then we'll do stock down, but we'll only do one. And then we'll revisit predictions and all that stuff and what we'll fun. But um. We will keep this shorter than the actual game was yesterday because that was another one of those almost four hours, but at least this one went double overtime, <clears throat> unlike the Illinois game. So, yeah, and, and Seth knows my rule. You know my rule. I try to keep it to a drink a quarter. That really sped up in the in the fourth <laughs> quarter in overtimes. That was that pace uh dangerously increased yesterday afternoon. What do you think is more of an upset? Are you coming back from 17 down and six minutes to go in the third quarter or me watching that game entirely sober, entirely sober, not a single ounce of alcohol was ingested until the celebrations, which took place afterwards, which was just me and my toddlers. Um, they were learning how to, they, they learned how to open bottles of beer. Uh, and it makes early. my life a little bit more convenient. Never too early. No. Um, but they were doing it awfully quick. So I think I had four within a uh, about a 15-minute time frame or so. So that was That's awesome. Good. So I caught Playing right catch-up is a dangerous game, kind of like it going is. down 17 at half. It is. It's dangerous. I do not recommend it, but it is a hell of a good time if it turns out in the right way. So let's talk about what went right, Brandon. Uh, the run game, specifically mm-hmm. the run blocking. There was holes in that offensive line that I haven't seen for years. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't remember. The, like, sh- as much as Sean Shivers hit the hole, knew where he had to go, that schemed up run was amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, there was probably a three to four yard hole uh, between the right guard and right tackle. Um, just just a really, really great schemed up block. Uh, and, and all Shivers had to do was hit the hole hard, and he did, and he scored. Um, I also think Dexter's getting the read option down. You could tell it was a little rough, um, in the Ohio state game and maybe even to start, well, not to start this game. Cause he <laughs> pranced in on the first drive, but he's getting, he's getting really, really comfortable in that read option. Um, and the holes are there for him to do it. Um, so that, that was my first one. Went, what went right? Because I don't remember the last time, uh, our, uh, our run game looked that good. No, average 5.8 yards per carry, 257 yards total. So the the average is great. The total is great. You know what I like more than anything? And I've been preaching on this for two seasons. Shivers, long of 79. Dexter, long of 34. Lucas, long of 18. Henderson, long of 14. Those are explosive plays. Yep. Right? This team has lacked explosion for the better part of two seasons. 
The average is great. The total is great. But when you can put that threat of a long run together, that changes up the way the defense plays you and schemes you up and their defensive play calling so much. So that's that's almost what I liked even more was the explosive plays in the run game. Yeah, and I mean, that's that's my went right too. I think that's really the only thing that there is that went right. I mean, other than you know, the end result, uh, we'll talk about it a little bit later. We're not going to dive into individual stats and stats and everything in general right now, but, um, there wasn't a whole lot that went right. There were breaks here and there and, and perfect I, I, I have a few, happened. I have a few Go others. Ahead. Go ahead. The defense had a lot of growth opportunities. That's what I tell my team when they, uh, they don't, they don't do as well as they could have. Um, there are growth opportunities aplenty here. Um, but when it counted on fourth down in the red zone, I don't, they came in the announcers just complimenting the heck out of Michigan state's fourth down offense. One for four. How many times did they get goal to go and they had to kick a field goal to where they either missed it or made it. Um, so when the defense had to make a play, they did. Um, and, and then that, that interception, how many times have we seen defensive players drop interceptions just like that? This one wasn't dropped. So, um, that was your swarm. You want to talk about a swarm mentality? That was, I mean, there were, there were Brian Fitzgerald, or it was good defense from the beginning. I want to say that was from, um, Williams, maybe might've been, uh, big play J and then you had Fitzgerald coming from one side and then Haynes from the other side to make the play at the end. Haynes um, breakout game. Oh yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely talk about him. I sent that one in the text group. Um, yeah, I mean, for sure. You talked about it a little bit. One for four on for Michigan state on fourth down. We knew they weren't going to kick the ball. We saw what happened. Um, I mean, I guess we can't talk a whole lot. Chucky had one blocked in overtime but um one for four on fourth down and they were short fourth downs i think maybe the longest one was four yards and that was out of desperation but every other one was maybe fourth and one fourth and two knew what was coming shut it down so um outside of the one where peyton thorne just made a terrible read um i'm trying to think that's the one where he went over the middle where monster knocked it away uh late where he could have just dumped it off to Jalen Reed wide open over on the sideline, just didn't do it. So, um, okay, what else? Anything else? Uh, for what went right, no. Nope, that's okay. it. What went wrong, I think, is um, can be pretty obvious. I, you know, I don't want to delve on it too much. Um, I mean, we can touch on a couple different things. I thought some of the penalties were weak. Um, you know, I have not complained about the refs all year. No, I think I think this pod, specifically me, uh, has been very lenient on the referees. They were atrocious. Uh -huh. this, I don't know if it was the cold. I don't know what it was, but they weren't in good position to make a lot of those pass interference, defensive holding penalties. Um, I don't know how they saw what they saw. I think they just assumed a lot. I think, oh, player fell down. It had to be this. Oh, player is complaining. Go ahead and give them that. Yeah. Um, I thought it was lazy officiating, which led to the poor officiating. They were very inconsistent, Brandon. I mean, so you see, you look in, um, was it the second overtime, two plays in a row to the top of the screen, maybe both against Jalen Williams, where in the first quarter, second quarter, they were calling those as pass interference. 
And it's nothing more than literally both dudes have arms on each other. Like they're both fighting with each other. There's yeah. nothing that's past interference in there at all. And even Matt Millen's like, yeah, that one was soft. <laughs> that one was questionable. Um, well, I mean, what? Well, yeah, definitely the officiating. That was the one I was going to go for um, on that. But it all worked out. I don't want to. I don't want to delve too much on what went wrong. If you want to, you so, want to dive in yeah, a little bit. I mean, third down offense. Um, again, I, I think we're going to go into some of the improbableness. If that's a word, Seth, improbableness. It is. No, no, we're going to go with it anyway. Um, you can't go. What was three for 14, three for 17, three for 12, three for 12. You can't do that and expect to win. And it's plagued us all year. How many times did we, if the first person made the tackle, they were punting. There are so many missed tackles Mm -hmm. that kept drives going. um, That honestly, multiple times, specifically that last drive, where they had oh, yeah, the chip shot that. field goal. Yep. There were two tackles, one by Monster, one by Big Play J, where he could they could have tackled them and forced a punt, and they did not. So tackling uh reared its ugly head again and and they avoided um avoided defeat despite of it. Yeah, I, I mean <laughs> they avoided this defeat uh in spite of uh about every thing i think um yeah i i think you know part of the third down efficiency is obviously there's a limited playbook it's very clear um i think they opened up the running playbook 100 percent. i think all of the running plays were there there were some oh just a couple fancy ones they didn't really do anything crazy um and then i'm trying to think um that's really it i mean they just he just didn't go back to pass often. And so when you do that, I mean, you were legitimately a one dimensional team and it makes third down. A little it wasn't here to maintain. Wasn't, uh, wasn't as bad. Not, I won't say as bad. Both teams pulled off upset, but you see Navy won a game without yeah. completing a single pass. Did not see that. I did not, did see that. not complete. They attempted one went over one with zero pass yards. It was the first time a ranked team have has been defeated um, when record when allowing zero pass yards. Navy will get you ever, we ever. Know that. Oh, like yeah. college football has been going on for 125 years. It had never been done before uh, until Saturday. Great zero pass yards won a game. Look at that. Would you look at that? Um, but yeah, Navy Navy will get you. Navy gets one a year, right? At least one a year. So um, I was hoping it was last week, not this one, um, but it's fine. That's different. Moving on. Um, since, uh, you know, I'll do one thing since we're not going to do stock down and we're not what well, we are, but we're not going to do individual players. It, and it kind of ties into the whole passing thing. I thought that he had had two really good throws to McCulley and both of them were drops by McCulley, which was disappointing. Um but and I can recall one of them was on a huge drive towards the end of the game. It was a beautiful back shoulder throw to the sideline. McCauley turned, got both hands on it, just couldn't bring it down. And then one was an early deep shot uh, that I think ended up hitting him in the helmet or something. Uh, it, it looked weird, but yeah, that's that's my only really thing that that went wrong. I want to stay on the positive. Um, Seth, you didn't even watch the game, but do you want to add anything to any of this? 
I was getting a play-by-play from my wife who was watching it on YouTube TV as we were driving through southwestern Indiana. So it was choppy, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, it was it was fine. It was just yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I think that field goal was missed. I'm yeah. They didn't put any points. Was it blocked, maybe? Yeah, lots of that. It was really bad. <laughs> it's a really bad field goal. Um, okay, stocks up. Uh no, let's do stocks down. Let's finish on a high. Let's do that. Stocks down, Brandon. What was your stock down? We're just gonna do one. Oh, we can do two. We'll I'll let you do two on the stock up. We'll it do one seems on the stock Every down. week we have a special teams play that's blocked, whether mm-hmm. a punt or a kick, mm-hmm. something, or or, or a breakdown on the other side. It it is getting to be problematic. Um because Tom Allen preaches special teams. He plays as starters on special teams. You can't keep having these breakdowns. Um, so that's my only stock down. But like normally you get one or two a season. I mean, you're getting one a game from these units. That's mm-hmm. that's unacceptable. Yeah, I'm going to go with and we, we already talked about it, but it was it was basically just the refereeing decisions. Um, I thought let's just be real. Let's do it. Cause it's already over, right? They can't go back and reverse the game. Can they, is it officially done? Okay. Seth says yes. So um, he definitely stepped out of bounds on the first touchdown. I don't know how they got away with not calling that out of bounds at the eight yard line, but we'll take it. Um, the pass interference calls were maybe one of those was legit. And I don't, and Brandon said it, I don't really complain that much. I'm like, eh, yeah, I can see it. But there's there's just typical hand fighting or even yeah. uh, on some of them, uh, the one that they called, I think they called Noah on one in the back of the end zone. He's legitimately turning around, going for the football and they throw the flag right there on that move, which I thought was weird. And then uh, then they get away with an offensive pass interference uh, on one of the I think it was a touchdown like right before halftime uh, where even our defensive linemen are complaining about an OPI, which I I don't know if I've seen that or maybe it's just the first time I've noticed it. Um, do you want to talk any more about the refs or do you want to go to the stocks up? Staying staying positive. Um, the Twitter was uh, was loud enough, and I think I have been too already. Um, the the refs uh, the, we're getting to a point where I think even the refs are wanting to mail it home, like. It, it was brutally cold. You see that eleven degrees on the yeah. field yeah. on on Saturday. Yes, burr. I'm gonna call so. one more. Sorry, Seth. I know you're trying to get in here. One more quick stock down. Stock down to whatever's on the face masks that make Tom Allen's face bust open every time he he wants to hug one of our players. Uh, I I saw it today when I went back and rewatched some of the game. It was when. It was on Jalen's kick return when he runs up to him and hugs him when he finally gets back to the sideline. That I think that was the move. If I'm wrong, you can throw it in the in the comments on Twitter or whatever, if that still exists. Um, but you can throw it on, on Twitter and, and let me know that I was wrong. But I'm pretty sure that's where I saw it happen. Seth, what do you got? Nothing? You're throwing your hands up. Oh, you're doing this thing. Gotcha. I don't know what that means. Um, just because you don't have anything to add, you want us to hurry up. Uh, stock up on offense, Brandon. Jalen Lucas. Yep. Right. I mean, this is more on special teams. Um, but again, he ignited the first drive that was a touchdown. He obviously pulled an equalizer, right? Like he is the X factor 
and we need to protect him at all costs. Mm-hmm. Like we need to build up a a barrier around him and not let any teams <laughs> LSU <laughs> Auburn mm-hmm. um try to come knocking for this kid. Um did you I know you saw the stat. Seth I don't think did. He's the first player this year in Division 1 football, Division uh, FBS FBS to have two kick return touchdowns. The only one. Um it's it's super rare to have a punt return, not as rare for a kick return, but they really, really made the rules so it's difficult to do. And yeah. he's done it twice. Yeah. Imagine all of those all of the knees or the fair catches that he took earlier in the season if he was able to like actually try to do a kick return on one of those. Who knows? Um, I'm gonna I thought we had some pretty obvious ones. I'm gonna take one that's super obvious. And it's a guy that we've been really down on. Um and it's Sean Shivers, 13 carries, 115 yards, eight and a half or 8.8 per carry, two touchdowns. One of them was huge um, towards the end of the game. Or actually, it was in double overtime, right? That was him punching it in in double overtime. Um, his 79 yarder was I stopped watching it. And I remember my wife looking up going like, that guy's not going to get anywhere near him after he turned the corner and just sprinted down the sideline. It wasn't even close. Um, really good to see him. I thought that he was, I thought maybe there were a couple runs that kind of reminded me of how he was doing what he was doing throughout the year, kind of the stutter thing and just kind of run into somebody, but he was also hitting the holes on the majority of the carries pretty hard and, and making some pretty good runs and moving the pile forward. So shout out Sean Shivers, really the whole backfield um, was great, including the quarterback. So, uh, do you have another stock up on offense you want to talk about, or do you just want to do offense and defense? I, I don't because I have three on defense. Okay. Okay. Well, can, can I have mine or are you going to take mine on defense? Go ahead. Go ahead and, go ahead and take yours. Uh, I called it in the, in the group. That's the only reason I want it. But Jonathan Haynes and his first start for IU was fantastic. 12 tackles. Um, I don't have the all the all the total things, but no passes defended. He made some really big tackles. Um where either it was a, a close to a breakaway run or, or a breakaway throw. Um, he was also up near the line a lot, had a huge interception. Um, right? Was that right after the kick return? I want to say it was right after one of our touchdowns in the second half. Huge interception on the tip drill. Um, the guy seemed like he was everywhere. Um, so shout out Jonathan Haynes. Buzzing. Yeah, Absolutely he, buzzing. He looked really good. So I know where you're going with with yours. So go ahead and take him and, and do your apology to her. I I don't I don't think so. I I'm not going Brian Fitzgerald, which okay. is where you were. I mean he he stat accumulated. He did really well. He he got burned by their their uh, tight end quite a bit. Um, Give the stat you gave about T Gray though. Um, the most solo tackles since T Gray scales six years ago. Um, T gray had 16, uh, Brian had 15. Um, so very impressive individual tackling performance, uh, for playing a position that maybe he should have been playing the whole time. Um, but I, he, he's not any of my, uh, four that I had. Um, one was Alfred Bryant. Well, this guy's been an absolute monster for a month. Um, he's been at the program, what it seems like a decade and he's playing his best football. Um, he really kind of started it in at that Michigan game, and he's just been playing great since. Um, 
Also want to give a shout out to James Head Jr. Um, he's been on our watch list, I think, for half a decade on guys that are going to break out. Um, he's the one that blocked it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so again, a senior guy making a big play. And I'm going to stay on the defensive line with the Marcus Elliott. Um, he he hasn't been that much of a force since the COVID year. Um, he was in the backfield repeatedly. Like one play, he like dang near ripped it off the handoff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he was an absolute force. Yeah, one so, and a half TFLs, two quarterback hurries for him. Yes, I mean that's that that's a lot of big man running is is what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, Seth's probably been the loudest, but I think you and I also have been decently loud. That this defensive line has been. Um, devoid of, of playmakers and Alfred and DMAC um, stepped up in a rivalry game in their senior year. So I got to give them shout outs for sure. Yeah. Is that it? That's it. That's it. And then I think we could obviously, obviously stock up on special teams. If we were to go there, it's pretty, it's pretty obvious. Uh, it's I got to be Jalen Lucas. Um, our boy had a, a tough game. I want to blame it on the weather. James Evans, six punts for an average of 37. I have a theory. Yeah. They just said, don't kick it to Jalen Reed. Yeah. Don't very possible. Let him touch the ball. Yeah. I mean, I talked 10 minutes ago. I said how not even 10, five minutes ago. I said how disappointing the special teams unit is because those punts were so uncharacteristic of him. And it wasn't just one. If you have one bad shank, then you're like, okay, he just he just missed that one. Every single punt was bad, right? So that tells me that that was possibly just a strategy. Like, don't let this guy beat us. Um, and they didn't. So. Yeah. I'm going to go a real low-key one and before we can move on. But Caden Turner, I remember him saying, I think I texted in the group. I said, Turner's in. Because they showed a shot where they were trying to get Peyton like from basically from our linebacker group's perspective where you could see Peyton Thorne's face and you could see Turner, the back of his Jersey. So for that play, I watched him and I watched him follow their, their running back, a little 24 that killed us. Um, what was his name? Just to give him a Colin, little bit Elijah Collins, Elijah Collins. Yeah. Follow him out of the backfield blanketed. Totally blanketed him in coverage. It was beautiful. That's the only thing I can I'd shout out to Caden. He also had a tackle on the day. So um, cool. Anything else? If we don't need to add anything there, we can move on. Um, Seth is doing the thing again. Like he's got something to do. I don't I don't know what he's got. It's going nine on. o'clock on a Sunday. Yeah. He's in nothing. You, gotta wa- you gotta watch that Walking Dead finale. He's gotta watch Chiefs Chargers for some reason. Like anybody cares. Um, super quick word. From our sponsor, Monon Track Club, MTC, you guys already know. We'll just breeze through this. MTC, Indiana, running running brand, deep love, sport, Hoosier State, craft products, tell stories, create experiences, you know, all that stuff. Check out the link in the show notes for their club runs and details on that, as well as to shop their sick gear, shirts, hoodies, koozies, uh, pennies. I think, is that what they're called? Coppers, what I don't know, who knows. Um, I, what, and anything else they have. They've got stickers and stuff, like your water bottle. I don't know. Where else you would put an MTC sticker. Uh, but as a thank you to our listeners, they're offering 10% off your order. Use promo code LEO10 at checkout. Laptop, another spot you can put one. I have one on my laptop. So there you go. Um, LEO10, that's the promo code at checkout. Again, check the show notes because guess what? I'm doing it. 
I keep telling you guys I'm doing it and I'm actually doing it. So that's where you're going to find that stuff. We could revisit predictions, but guess what? I'm the only one that picked us to win. So I win. Again? Is that two weeks Two in a row. row. Yes. Nailed the I'm blowout. I'm over, baby. Over. Good Zero. for you. Good for None. you. I nailed the blowout last week and uh, called the W this week. So there you go. I can't wait really to see what you like do this. Tuesday. I don't really say program in W, by the way, just so you guys know. Um, okay. Everybody's favorite part of the podcast, or maybe second part of the podcast. I don't know. Brando's Randos. What do you got, Brando? Do you want me to get the bombshell out of the way first? Or do we want to save the, that for the we're end? We're doing the, the one you talked about? No, 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 Ooh. no, 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 no. Save that one for the end, maybe. Like, what's the bombshell? Do you want to know now? Yeah, yeah. Did Tom Allen just save his job? Because mm. I don't think he was being fired at the end of this season, regardless. No. It is a trophy. It is a trophy. Um. But I think I think loss loss. I think nine consecutive losses. Oh, that was, was it. He he was a lame duck coach next yeah. year. Like mm-hmm. there, it didn't matter what he did next year. Um, they were already making contingency plans in the off season. Yeah. Um, and 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 making that conversation. I think he saved the job. I think I do. You know what I do think he saved? I think he saved a lot of things. I think he just brought a little bit of momentum back in, which you know helps with recruiting transfers, all that other stuff. That's going to go a long way, especially if for, if Saturday, this Saturday for the bucket, if they can, if he can win two straight trophy games, I know that somebody in uh, another group text was joking, but, but maybe they extend him again. I don't know, but uh, you know, we, we all, we love him, but save his job. I don't know. Seth so he- thumbs up, but I think he definitely saved recruiting is what I'm going to say, at least with that win. So I read it. I read a tweet from someone I I really like and really respect on Twitter. And no one's rooting against Tom Allen. Everyone wants Tom Allen to succeed. Right. And it's so fun to see it when he does. Right. The deficiencies are there. That's not what this podcast is about. Right. There, there, There will likely be another podcast where we have to talk about Tom Allen's deficiencies. That isn't this one. I am. I was so happy to see him happy. You know, it's. I, I watched those videos so many times. I mean, it, that leads me to my next question. How fun were those videos, Michael? And oh, what yeah. does the what does the video department do when they don't have those videos? <laughs> I didn't, I, I, I don't didn't. know because I don't look at them. I don't I don't seek them out. Um, it's it's a, you you know the hole that I I put myself in. I try to stay off of all LEO Twitter because it's all IU football stuff. So I don't want to look at any of it. And I will probably spend a day or two away from my own Twitter or any social media just so I don't have to see any of that stuff. But yesterday I was back and forth all day. Refresh, 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 refresh. Uh, I wanted to see all of it. Um, still want to see it. So I think the the like the big highlight tape will be out probably tomorrow or Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, probably right before the press conference or right after. Yeah. So that'll be a fun one. I I don't care. I mean, people can you can have some people. I'm sure they're already saying it. Oh, it's just a win over Michigan State. We're acting like we won. I mean, dude, it's just getting the monkey off your back. The seven straight off your back. I don't care if it, that could have been Rutgers. I wouldn't have been as happy. Never mind. No, it, it's nice. It's nice. 
Oh, that's so much more satisfying, especially Mel Tucker. Um, oh, especially so mad, so mad, especially Peyton Thorne. Oh, God, you hate that. I, I didn't. Guy. I didn't realize Uh-oh. that he still has two years of eligibility. Yeah, you get two scale more one to ten. How happy are you that we get to play Peyton Thorne two more years? He was pretty good, man. He was 27 of 42. He had a tipped pass that fell into a receiver's That's hands. True. That is true. Yeah. He, uh, he, a flea flicker that he threw 10 yards behind a receiver that the receiver had to stop. He had another ball that w- knuckled that somehow the tight end still caught it. That one. Or the, oh, my goodness. Or, that, or the game would have been over. That's so Seth's yeah. boy. Yeah, Seth's boy scored a touchdown and made a huge catch on fourth down. I mean, the guy got bailed out more than corporate America, man. I mean, it's just ridiculous. He's not any good. And I'm, he I'm, did. We did talk. I did talk about that yesterday. I did. I did text you that. I said, do we just keep getting bailed out by a tip drill, like a, a tipped awful pass uh, that they end up scoring a touchdown on that nine times out of 10, either falls incomplete or gets intercepted. Yep. And then. Again, legitimately, probably 98 out of 100 times, that dude doesn't catch that ball. Like, I don't understand how he's, I still don't understand how he caught it. And when you go back and you listen to the commentating, which was up and down a little bit, I mean, the, the dude called us Rutgers at the end of the game, said, We're going to double OT or we're going to overtime, whatever it was. We're going to overtime, Michigan State and Rutgers. Uh, I'm sorry, I mean, Indiana. And it's like, come on. But, uh, they, they they did say that it was a really good throw, the only place he could put it. But I'm like, dude, Brian Fitzgerald, both of his arms are in, are in there. Like, the guy just made an incredible, like, catch on his leg on the outside thigh and somehow pulled it in as he's going down to the ground. So, yeah, I, roundabout way of answering that. Uh, ye- yes. Yes. So, speaking of improbable. Hold on, Seth I- is trying to talk. No. Stop unmuting if you're not trying to talk. Uh, you had no business winning that game. If that game is played the ex- with the exact same stats, how many out of 100 does IU win? Well, according to ESPN's stats, you're saying 33 or 3? 33% of the time they win? Way lower. I, I was going to say... that by 11. I was going to say three because yes. with six minutes to go in the third quarter, they had less than a 3% chance of winning the game. Um, it doesn't make sense. I tried not to look at the yardage. I tried not to look at like any of, I just, I game flow felt fine. I think especially in the second half, as we were starting to come back, I was like, okay, defense has played much better. Second half. I think we'll start seeing some, you know, everything. And then it didn't, it didn't matter. The game was nuts. So, yeah, I'm going to go. I'll go in the middle. I'll go with 17 times. 17? All right. I, I'm still not getting down with that. I think it's single. Seth doesn't see it. Seth needs to see it. Seth, you just just go to the YouTube I, I just TV. looked at Yeah, I just looked at it. It's it's much lower. They yeah. were They were at 98 at one point of the game, 97 at another part, 95 when they were kicking the game-winning field goal, they were in the upper 90s a handful of times. We like, talked about that field goal kicker, man. That dude. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
uh, I saw him warming up again. I, I rewatched the game this morning. Um, I saw him warming up for that kick and I realized he was a lefty on the left hash from that close. That is such a hard kick from, uh, from the five to get the ball and that angle. I mean, that's terrible. And he's just not a good kicker as it is. So yeah, that's it. Is that it for you? So I, you've already ans- kind of answered it. How many times are you going to watch this game? Because I'm going to watch the shit out of this game. Probably up to you. Well, I think I'm definitely going to watch happens. it a couple, uh, a couple times, if not a handful. Oh, yeah, I'll watch now. it at least two more times until. Yeah, yeah, before Saturday. That's what you're about to say, right? I was going to say until next season. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say until uh, Saturday. I, it depends on how Saturday goes. I think. And if I want to go back and rewatch a lot of stuff, I mean, I guess before the next season, we'll have to at least watch it once. And then there yeah. was absolute like. Let's, let's just cancel out Saturday, right? We're not we're not going to talk about that until Tuesday. The two Big Ten wins were insanely thrilling. Like mm-hmm. I, I haven't watched the Illinois game again, um, but I definitely will. Uh, but the Illinois game and the Michigan State game were both wildly entertaining games yeah. that I really look forward to rewatching. Yeah, and Maryland would have been a lot of fun to rewatch, and uh, Rutgers wouldn't have been, but it would have been nice to have. So, Seth? Ready for my sack? Okay, cool. Get in there. Let's do All it. Right. I owe Brandon the thank you, or I should say his computer model projection for a thank you. The... Uh, the parlay of the Purdue under and uh, what was it? Minus seven or plus 17 and a half. Uh, thank you for that. That was a nice little play. Can I, hold um, on before we forget. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah. I, so I had the Purdue game on uh, the other screen separate from the projector, the other screen down here. And I kept seeing the score was 17 to nine. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was at one point it was 14 to nine and but on the bottom ticker both on btn no no no, just on what were you guys on fs1 yeah so it would have been both so fs1 and btn same ticker same fox progress or program program um said purdue had 20 points did you did did they score and not take it off or no none of that okay it was very confusing so i thought okay cool now they don't have a chance and then they did have a chance, and it didn't matter because it's Northwestern. And they, well, yeah, did they have worse passing stats? Was did he have a worse passer rating than Dexter Williams? No, I think he did. Oh, I didn't look. I, I like I said, I've watched one play of the IU game and zero plays of the Purdue game. I'm so tell you in just a second, I couldn't tell you. Um, and then my other one was, let me tell you about this Nebraska team. All right, oh, Mickey Joseph. He's just a wonderful coach that. What's the other guy? Casey Thompson or whatever? Casey Thompson. Quarterback. Yeah, I something to tell you. Chubba Purdy. Yeah, so good. They're going to be great. Big Nebraska yeah. fan. Hey, Cole Freeman, the quarterback you guys played on Saturday. Nine for 20, 78 yards and an interception. <laughs> a quarterback rating of 10.1. Dexter Williams, who threw the ball seven times. 10 for seven for 31 yards. And guess what? All but six of that came before overtime. Um, he had a 61.8 quarterback rating. So, yeah, yeah I'll take you guys, it. You guys have no shot on Saturday. 
right. I'll try to be civil to you guys for the rest of the week, but no That's promises. Fun. All right. Good one. You can That's hold it. up your, your kid's six-year-old craft project that you keep trying to hold up in the camera. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you want to say anything here at the end here, Brandon? I mean, if Illinois beats us, they're likely in the driver's seat to go to the Big Ten Championship. We've arguably spoiled their season. We've already spoiled Michigan State's. Let's spoil Purdue. Yeah. You know what? Five and seven. I think is what all models predicted us to be anyway. So let's make the computers look smart. Let's spoil another fan base and let's let's salvage this season. I am pumped. I am. What is that? What's that uh, office meme? Like I'm ready to be heard again. Yeah. Like I am all in again mm-hmm. as we sit here on November 20th. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We can't let a Maccabee beat us on our own field. Not going to happen. Um. So yeah, we'll we'll talk about that in a couple. Do we, days. do we have do we have a weather like Do we know what the weather is going to be? I can look it up right now. Uh, I think it's going to be rainy. Good, perfect. We don't want a throwing team having any kind of conditions. He didn't throw the ball very well. Saturday, yeah, we can't throw the ball anymore, anyways. Yeah, we're done. Yeah, Saturday, <laughs> fifty degrees in rain is what they're think what they're saying right now. According to this is AccuWeather, which is always not accurate at all. Only thirty six percent chance. Right? I wish that was colder. I do. So they're colder. saying weather weather channel is saying what are they saying, Brandon? You said the same thing. Thirty two percent AM showers. Three thirty kick. Love a three. You know I love a three thirty kick. Yeah. Kick. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Pray for rain. Isn't that a song? Yeah. A couple of songs. I don't know. Either way, uh, we'll talk to you guys in a couple of days. Be sure to check out the pod. As I said, if it still exists, it's on Twitter. It's at podcast leo. Look for the one that doesn't have the blue check mark. That's us. Um, be sure to download, rate, rate, review, follow, what, whatever, on all of our platforms. And uh, once Elon puts us under, we'll tell you guys how to contact us after that. Until then, love you guys. Elio? Elio? Not this week. I didn't say it. Elio. He said it. Elio. Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right. Great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day. And Elio. Oh, thank you so much. Elio. Well, thanks so much. Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio. Elio.